Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, January 17th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tiamanini. James spent all of yesterday in bed with a temperature hovering around 104 degrees. So uh, he's not going to be here today. It's just me. Uh, throughout the day, we chatted and we decided that his sudden illness was because of all of the germs that he was exposed to at Broadway Con. So mischief management, if you're listening, you can expect a bill from his doctor. Anyway, feel better, James, and hopefully you'll be back tomorrow. One more thing we want to get to before we head into the news. Yesterday, not only did Broadway dim its lights in honor of the late, great Carol Channing, but January 16th was also National Swing Day. And before you get your minds into the gutter, we mean this in the theatrical sense. Performers who cover all of the chorus or ensemble tracks are known as swings, so they go on when a regular ensemble member is out, either for vacation or illness, or if they're bumped up to a principal role that they understudy. These people are some of the most incredibly well-rounded and talented folks on Broadway, and I hope that they were all shown the appreciation by their companies and audiences on yesterday's proverbial to-do-shea. Anyway, on to the news. So you are probably familiar with writer Nicholas Hornby from his novels High Fidelity, About a Boy and Juliet Naked, or his films in Education, Wild, and the delightfully wonderful Brooklyn, starring Saoirse Ronan. Obviously, High Fidelity was turned into a film starring John Cusack, and then a disappointingly unsuccessful musical that ran a total of 32 performances, including previews, starring Will Chase. Well, Broadway investors were not deterred as another Hornby novel is making its way to the stage as SpongeBob Tony-nominated book writer Kyle Jarrow is teaming with Mark Mothersbaugh, who is a film composer and a co-founder of the band Devo. Whip it good. But that's not all. So, in the story, a teenager named Sam finds out that his girlfriend is pregnant and imagines having conversations with professional skateboarding legend Tony Hawk to help him deal with the situation. Well, the real live Tony Hawk is producing the musical, which is aiming to come to Broadway in the 2020-2021 season. Not only that, but Hawk will also develop the, quote, skate choreography for the show as well. Now, while this will be the first theatrical venture for Hawk, he does own a film production company, a massively successful video game franchise, and skating and sports equipment and apparel lines. The rest of the creative team will be announced at a later date. Adam Zodovich and Anita Greenspan will also produce along with Hawk. Now, you know, from my perspective, I think that Jero, Hawk, and Mother's Ball are a perfect team to bring this story to the stage because there are some inherent issues in the novel's narrative that pop up now and then, but when a problem comes along, you must whip it, get straight, go forward, move ahead, try to detect it, it's not too late, to whip it, whip it good. Yesterday, Deadline reported that with The Lion King ready to hit theaters this summer, Disney has set its live-action sights on a film that they might actually be able to do with legitimate live-action, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. As they did with the 1996 animated film, musical theater, and movie legends Alan Menken and Steven Schwartz will compose the score, presumably adding a few songs to their existing work, while Tony winner David Henry Huang will write the script. Josh Gad will produce the film, and while some seem to think that he could play Quasimodo, if you know any of the songs uh, from the film, I would find that very hard to believe. 
The live-action film will draw from the animated version and Victor Hugo's original novel, but will reportedly not pull from any of the updates or new material from the stage adaptation that Mencken and Schwartz previously worked on together. If I may, while she is not of Roma descent and therefore might not be appropriate for the role, if... Zendaya does not end up playing Ariel in the live-action Little Mermaid film, which we have discussed on here before. I think that she would be a phenomenal Esmeralda. Disney, Josh Gad, call me. I've got lots of really good casting ideas. Next up, um, I gave up on the mobile trivia game HQ on New Year's Eve 2017, the one heading into 2018, because they just couldn't get their crap together. There were so many bugs, so many issues, and I understand that an early tech startup that's going to happen, but it was just too much for me. Then, when it finally did get some of those things figured out, the fact that if you answer all 12 questions correctly, you get like 35 cents just wasn't worth my time. Well, I did jump back in one more time when they had a musical theater night, and thank you very much. I won. I think it was like 47 cents or something, uh, but I won. And that means on Monday, I will be back because they're having another Broadway-themed show, this time in honor of Rent Live, coming up the following Sunday. So the game will be on Monday, January 21st. Rent Live is on Sunday, January 27th. So they're going to celebrate in a special way. In addition to the regular tuppence that you receive if you answer all the questions correctly, they will also randomly select one of the winners, and they will apparently pay their rent for an entire year. I, I think that's worth tuning in. Also joining the obnoxiously verbose Scott Rogowski on the show will be Tony and Emmy nominee Brandon Victor Dixon, who will be playing Collins in Rent Live. And I am already getting emotional just thinking about his I'll Cover You reprise. And Tina Shea, who is playing Mimi. Sounds fun, right? Well, I'm sorry to tell you, if you decide to play the game just because I told you about its existence, and then you get your rent paid for a year... I uh, am legally entitled to a commission. It's in the show notes by listening. You are now contractually legally obligated to share the money with me. I'm sorry I don't make the rules. Take it up with my lawyer. On Wednesday, we also learned that Jason Robert Brown's latest musical, Farewell, My Concubine, will receive a staged reading from February 11th through the 15th, according to an equity casting call. Based on the Chinese 1993 film that, quote, explores the effect of China's political turmoil during the mid-20th century on the lives of individuals, families, and groups. In this case, the affected are two male stars in a Beijing opera troupe and the woman who comes between them. The great and the good Moises Kaufman will direct. More on this when we get more information. And finally, we mentioned it yesterday, but on Tuesday's Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon visited Lin-Manuel Miranda and Hamilton in Puerto Rico. If you didn't DVR it, we will have links to the appropriate sections if you would like to watch those videos so you can check it out. Also, yesterday was Lin-Manuel Miranda's birthday. Happy birthday, I'm sure. Uh, he uh, had a wonderful time down in uh, Puerto Rico. It seems like the audiences were quite um, responsive uh, and, and wanted to share their congratulations for his birthday as well. If you would like more information on any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes at BroadwayVideo.com. Okay, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. Hopefully, James will be healthy enough to join us to close out the week tomorrow. In the meantime, have a great Thursday, and I, if no one else, will be back to talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.